0: Welcome back to another episode of Art of the Float, where float centers thrive. I just did the intro a little early. Either way, I don't know. It's been a crazy week. There are a few things to get out of the way before we start this cool episode on part two of customer intros, customer orientations. Um, This is getting to in the room part of the intro, which is really important stuff. So we are going to have a goofy time talking about some of that important stuff. Speaking of important stuff, there's also Helmbot to talk about. Helmbot is the software built from the ground up for float centers, and boy, does that show. One of my favorite things about Helmbot is that you can just text a gift card. I was actually at a doctor's appointment for a checkup and my doctor was super interested in floating, which was just really funny because we spent so much time just talking about floating. Um, so little time talking about me and pushing her other clients back. But anyway, that has nothing to do with it. The point is, at the end of our conversation, I was like, well, why don't I just send you and your husband some gift cards and you guys can come in and float. And she was so excited about that. And that's one of the cool things you can do when you get those nice, um, I mean, just as a gift, but also as like a nice Marketing thing. If she has a good experience, she's going to recommend other people to come in and potentially even clients as well. Uh, So I love Helmbot for that reason. I just type GC space and then their email address, and boom, they have a gift card. It rocks. Helmbot.com is where you want to go. Also, shout out to Isopod. I love our Isopod flow tanks. They're spacious. That's where I do my photo shoots, by the way. I can get the the light in on the far left on the far right up above i can get a wide expanse wings out spread out and feels um so spacious as people are actually floating in there as it photographs as well so did that even make sense i don't know it's a spacious float tank that's what i mean to say i dash s-o-p-o-d dot com is where you want to go get in contact with isopod and tell them art of the float sent you all right let's talk about customer introductions in the float rooms let's go
1: record
2: good good
0: Ah. welcome back to another episode of art of the float where float centers thrive my name is dylan you know what you probably already know that we'll go ahead and introduce everybody's names as we talk but this is part two of an episode we want to get right into it this is a no bits podcast we don't do bits we're gonna get right to the meat give you your value Uh, So let's go ahead and talk right about uh, where we left off. We were talking about the – well, I guess technically where we left off was as the person walks in the door, but the customer introduction to the float experience in the lobby. um, And then the second part of it, for most of us, is then introducing them to the float rooms themselves. Gloria talked about that a little bit um, in talking about how people can – progress through their float experience maybe start out in a quote-unquote safer feeling float tank for somebody and then uh floating in a different float tank but there is the actual introduction of the rooms themselves and if i recall from a week ago we said we're going to have gloria kick that off so gloria let us please educate us on how you do a walkthrough of the float rooms or should i say how you have your employees give an introduction to the float rooms
1: yes i was just going to qualify that i do not most people know that I don't work in my center, so it's a particularly difficult for me, but in the very beginning, um, when we kind of set the standards for how we would do things, again, for people who might not have heard our last episode last week, we have um, multiple manufacturers in our space, so every float room has a personality, it really does, and it kind of um, is a little bit different for for each one in terms of how we introduce it, but you know, in the float room, we we literally start with what happens when you walk in the door. We'll talk about the motion sensors, right? A lot of people, we have to remember, people don't know when they get in the float tank that the lights are going to automatically shut off. Sure. We should be telling them that, right? Do we always do that? Probably not. But ideally, <laughs> <laughs> right, ideally, we should let them know that you don't have to worry about the lights. They're all, you know, on sensors. The showers for us are really... We thought they were simple, but they're not. People have trouble with the showers. I can't tell you how many people have gone into our showers, gotten undressed, you know, got all ready and couldn't figure out how to turn the damn thing on. So (laughs) we have to remember that. We have to tell them. Um,
0: Can I just echo that? Like, we've had people open the door and just say, like, how do I get this to hot? Or, like, how do I turn this on?
1: Yes. Like, why is
0: there not just a universal system for how frickin... Like, you go to a hotel (laughs) and every single handle works different. Even if you've been in a hotel every night uh, for 30 days, like, you don't know how to work the handle. What is up with that? Can we not just get a system for it? But anyways, (laughs) yes. I completely agree. Let's
1: just say, by the time I built the fourth place, I... My number one goal was simplicity with yeah. the shower uh, and durability you know, equipment I, I assume. itself. Yeah. Oh gosh, we've gone through <laughs> we've gone through so many of those shower hoses. Um, so we talk about that. The other thing that I think is important to talk about is explaining why they are taking two showers. I literally will tell people that when you take your first shower, you know, you're basically preparing your skin to take in as much. Magnesium as possible. Sorry, just hit my mic. And um, that, you know, you want to be fresh and clean for our pristine float tanks. But more importantly, when you come out, if you didn't shower, you would be crusty white and everything you touch will be crusty white. Yeah. You are full of salt. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, oh, people have no idea. They have no idea. I also make sure we prepare people for how the water will feel. Mm-hmm. We use the word Silky, silky. The yes. water is not filmy or mm. slimy. We don't use those words. Nice. It's silky. <laughs> now, if you didn't tell them how the water felt, it oh, might feel slimy. Slimy, nice. So I think it's important to to, to say that, right? I like that. I like that. Um, so yeah. So you know, those are just some of the things we talk about. The lights. We talk about. Uh, we don't offer the music anymore. And, you know, at least when I'm there, I've always said, you know, it's just not a, a positive experience with our particular tanks. The music does not sound good. It's more mm-hmm. of a distraction. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of our, our way of getting around that and just encouraging them to be, you know, in peace and quiet. But yeah, those are just a couple of things. I could go on and on, but <laughs> let's start
3: there.
0: We have a, tend- music a tendency
3: going lost we, we do. <laughs> we do. and um, That music piece is such an important conversation. We do allow people to connect their own devices, and we also provide a guided uh, guided meditation, or they can listen to our native music. Um, if people choose, I've, I've changed this in person, and I'll probably put it in the next iteration of my video, um, that um, if they choose to listen to their own music, I always immediately follow it up with I highly recommend that you don't listen to your everyday music. Listen to something that's different because your brain is going to associate the music you hear with whatever you usually are doing when you're listening to that, even if it's not a conscious level. And most people at that point will stop and say, oh, well, let me listen to yours or let me try the guided (laughs) meditation instead, Um, because they don't know what to listen to if it's not their music. And it just blows my mind how many people are like, oh, so you mean I, – and I literally had a guy the other day who was like, you know what? I don't care about this whole relaxing thing. And he was listening to some like death metal um, wow. while he was floating. <laughs> and he was happy as a That's pretty came awesome. out. That's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. So I wouldn't mind he doing was like, that.
3: It, yeah. He said it relaxes him. So it was like, well, okay, you know yourself better than I do. So I'm not going to say you can't do that, but just ex- know that it might shift your experience a little bit. And That's if you're wild. okay with that, I'm okay with that. So,
1: I yeah. forgot to mention one thing and, and I love that by the way. Um, I forgot to mention one thing about the showers and tell me if you guys do the same. Do you tell people that the water should be kind of lukewarm when mm-hmm. they shower so mm-hmm. that the water doesn't feel cold or the air doesn't feel cold? Okay,
0: good. My employees are actually better at that than I am because that's an updated piece that we started doing that my old brain never updated to, but yes.
2: So I used to do that, but I actually turned, you can take the <laughs> handle out and mm-hmm. then turn down <laughs> the temperature. And I don't mention it anymore, but I've had people come out and say, the water wouldn't get hot. And I then I tell them, yeah, it's intentional.
1: Fascinating.
2: To keep it lukewarm. Yeah. So
1: it, Now, I, don't yeah. you think that might... So just to be devil's advocate, I love your simplistic approach, by the way. But do you think that it also could be frustrating to somebody if you don't give them the heads up and they're kind of messing with the shower? I mean, I know who I am when I go to hotels. It's always frustrating trying to find that temperature that you want. And I'm always looking for hot, right? So to me, I would rather somebody tell me like it's not going to get hot. So I'm not jacking around with the faucet the whole time.
2: Yeah. And that's why we will say the water is lukewarm. Yeah. We don't, I don't Mm -hmm. specifically say the water is set at a temperature, you know, I don't get into that, but yeah, in the, I'd say it's honestly, by anecdotally, it's an issue in the winter time for older women. Who a couple have joked are going through menopause, mm. so I don't know what that's all about. But
1: hey, easy, buddy. <laughs> easy, buddy. <laughs> I, I like cold showers now. Okay, so it's not about the hot. Yeah,
2: that's right. That's
1: right.
2: Yeah. So, so in colors. the in, sorry, in the sh- in the room. Yeah, we'll mention that. That lukewarm. That's perfect. I, and I think that's important because some people take. Uh, five-minute hot shower before they get in. And if they don't know any better,
0: then it will throw their temperatures off. Do, do you ever feel like yeah. it's a little bit like – you know when the hotel room says, like, to save the environment, please uh, – I, I forget what what the things are in the hey hotel. Your towels. The towels. It's yeah. literally hey, towels, just them towel. trying to save money. Like, they don't care mm-hmm. at all. It was uh, – uh, you know, some mathematician figured it out for them and how they could save some pennies. Do you ever feel like when you're saying that stuff, you sound like a cheapo, even though you're actually like trying to provide the right experience? No, you're no, all shaking your head.
3: You say it right. No, yeah. Yeah. I've
0: got esteem yeah. I mean, issues. Okay. because it's genuine. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's like right. really yeah. why
1: we're doing it, right? Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Now, you're right.
1: I, but I will say on the towel situation, let's talk about the towels. Let's for save a the environment. Yeah. <laughs> when we okay, this 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 is funny. When we first pre-opened, right? Before we actually opened the doors and I was building the whole Float 60 experience, I remember printing it out. I know we talked about this on a pod before years ago, but I remember printing out these cards and saying that you will be provided with a fluffy towel for your experience, right? And then we got this towel service and should it should have said itchy, scratchy towels because they were <laughs> not fluffy. But we built the, these shelves in the room and we put the towels like rolled up in the room, big, big, big mistake because people going in there will use oh, every sure. towel <laughs> on the shelf. I mean, if you put 10 on there, they will there will be 10 they used use towels. A- yeah. A- a- so so from that standpoint, yes. I I think, you know, we can come across looking cheap because we only give one towel, but it's just too much. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. Um I was going to say one other thing about the shower. Oh, what about telling them to make sure they turn, turn it the damn off. shower off. <laughs> How like many Drew times has this, this happened It yeah. infuriates me. The on for the it's whole amazing. Sixty minutes.
0: I couldn't get any hot water. Yes, that's correct. Nobody could get hot water because you left it on the entire time. Yeah.
3: Sixty minutes. I don't know if it's on. the placement of hours or what, because we don't have that issue. Because the, we have wave float cabins, and you literally step into the shower, take your shower, and then you step directly into the float tank um, from there. And so, and it's a glass door. So I think maybe that's why we haven't had that sort of an issue. No,
1: it's not because it might be a geographical thing because we have (laughs) wave rooms with the shower in front with glass doors. (laughs) And I have, uh, in the very beginning, I'll never forget it. We had water because we had the showers with the handles, which I Mm -hmm. very much vote against, rainfall shower always the way to go now we had somebody must have had the damn shower hose pointed at under the door because water was gushing oh down the hallway god are you for, kidding me or you know like as long as and then what do you do you can't go in on them because they're floating naked you can't go in and shut off the shower right. so yeah yeah Anyway, well, we digress, I mean, if it's but... coming down the
0: hallway, there is a certain point of like... Yeah, you shut it off at the water heater. Yeah. That's
1: what yeah. I've done
2: when, I've, when oh, people have left it on. Yeah, I have huh. to shut it off in the back and then kind of pay attention if anyone
0: gets out. But it I don't let it run for an then. hour. That's a good yeah. uh, freaking idea. I need to train my employees on that.
2: Good call. And I have the I have the handles with red tape wrapped around them. And I like have instilled that in my employees to pay attention until people are down. Because I have right. motion sensors in my... So, and, through that Hue, Philips Hue app, I can see when there's no longer motion in the room. Uh-huh. So then I know, okay, they're in the float tank. Now you can go do your other stuff. But until that happens, you make sure that the – because the shower will not set off the motion sensor. So if the shower is going, then right. the lights will go off. You have to listen to hear the shower going
0: and then shut it off because that will be a problem for us. So we are digressing again. I'm just going to take yeah. it further. Yeah. <laughs> And we're, well, I promise we'll get right back to it. But you guys, can we, can you all, I'm these sensors? I want to do sensors in my rooms. I have had the worst experiences with them. Can you show me what your setups are for your sensors? Like, I can you literally video or have an employee video, including the behind the scenes connections, all of that stuff for how you guys are using sensors? Because I, I feel out of date. But also, I've tried doing that in the past and it's been an S show and it hasn't been worth mm-hmm. it. So,
1: you mean a shit show?
0: Well, now the episode's explicit, <laughs> Gloria. <Yes. laughs> now he has to do the
1: warning at the That's beginning. That's <laughs> when the good stuff comes out, baby. shit. Gosh. She's
0: on vacation.
1: Yeah. Hello. Okay. So, uh, and, and I know you want to get back on track. And the answer is, of course, yes. We want to, we will video for you, but mine aren't great. So, I'm looking forward to learning so, from you guys and what you have. But the other thing, and this is now becoming an episode on all the things you have to correct for. (laughs) How many of you have had people try to pull halos over their heads? Oh, sure. Like their heads through. So do you tell them? We just had a ripped halo in Northwest Indiana, and I joked on our chat. Oh, somebody must have tried to pull it over their head. So I've literally said, like, in a joking way, when I've done orientations, I will say, you know, this goes behind your head. Some people pull it through, but that doesn't work. You know, kind of, like, joked around about it to make sure they don't do that. But things you have to say
3: because do Yeah, we've had a
0: tacos. I've seen somebody wearing them. Like, she was, like, a, a what do you call it, uh, Greek. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's it's ridiculous, but but it's part of our intro of of how to wear them is part of our introduction. Okay, and the, the great part is it has that little notch on it, which gives you an orientation point of, you know, these go behind your head, and the notch goes at the base of your skull. I, although I don't like using the word skull, but base of your head, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I say back of your neck, back of your the neck, curved great. part yeah, goes on better. the back of your neck, is I
2: don't what even I say. Think but I say it, I, say I that point it so out every time.
1: Yeah, that's point, so good. I don't think we point we do. it out every time. So
0: so can I say, when we first started doing our introductions, we would have people, so floating was this rare thing, and so we'd have somebody coming down from Canada, and, and they would float with us. We'd have people come from all over the place, and sometimes they'd be like, oh, I didn't know what that other bottle was, the vinegar, mm-hmm. you know? They, they wouldn't know about these particular things. And so I really prided ourselves on making sure that we educated everybody on every item in, in the float room. And I will say it is really disappointing when I'm talking to a customer and they didn't know about something. It's like, pff, that's on us. Like you've been floating here and you didn't know about that. That breaks my yeah. heart. I hate yeah. it. This is but, the
1: beginner's mind. You know, you uh, right. great. You've got to really stress these people don't know. I and mean, and we, so,
0: yeah, go I want to just walk through our little introduction of our flow rooms real quick. And I won't go item by item, but I will say that the way that we built it was, to help the employee understand how to cover every item and how the um, customer can, can retain every bit of information, which is basically simply doing it in chronological information. And so it all starts with the earplugs because for us using Max earplugs, they um, seal better when your hands and ears are dry. So we talk about that. We don't mention the Vaseline, then we talk about the shower, body wash, shampoo, then back to the Vaseline, then into the float tank, Um, walk them through everything, if their attention is clearly they're not paying attention, we will switch it up and talk about the float tank itself. Um, oftentimes when they first walk in, we'll give them a little generalized walkthrough as well and then say, okay, now we're going to walk you through all the things that you need to know in the room. But anyway, it goes step by step into the float tank itself, back out of the float tank, music, all of that, how the lid works, depending on which room. And then we didn't even mention conditioner. We don't mention that till they get back out because chronologically you're not supposed to use it beforehand. So... Uh, conditioner uh, the vinegar yada 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 and then all the way down to the um, toiletries and then the final thing i'll mention is where the restroom is you know blah 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 which is at the end of the hall to your right so um the idea is that the employee who i guarantee will forget something if you don't have a set structure of how you're going to walk through things you're not going to remember all 20 items or whatever it is but when you're telling Mm -hmm. a story um then it then it makes more sense and I think really the, intu- the thinking is that the customer will retain it better that way, too, because if this thing led to that thing led to this thing led to that.
3: Yeah, that was a big piece that we changed a lot. Um, several times we went through several iterations of how our in-person orientations went. And then, as I mentioned in the last episode, we we do a video orientation now. And I found that in the video, we actually had to change the order just a little bit because they weren't standing in the room they were seeing photos of it and weren't really sure how to orient themselves within the rooms. We actually had to change the order a little bit, Mm. but we do sort of similar to you Dylan, but we have kind of five big buckets that we cover. Um, One is preparing for your session. That's before you go into the room. And I know last week we talked a little bit about some of that stuff, but since we do a video orientation hours, it's a little different, but that's where, you know, go to the restroom first, take out your contacts, um, what to wear. Um, We talk about those things there. And then once you're in and that kind of, takes you straight into the float suite. And in our video, we actually show like the lights coming on and we talk about the um, uh, motion sensors that Gloria mentioned. And we talk about our first shower. We actually have um, our showers have color changing lights in them according to the temperature of the water. So that takes care of that whole issue for us that we can say um, and you know, each color pink is good or blue is good. Pink is good. But then if it turns red, the water is likely too hot. And if you take a hot shower, you're probably going to feel cool whenever you step into the float suite. And so that really, really helps a lot. Now, I will say those shower heads for everybody, they can be a little finicky. They're actually quite affordable, um, but they can be finicky and at times suddenly the colors don't change. And so, you know, people might come out and say, hey, I took a blue shower, but it was really hot. (laughs) And so we have to, you know, check on those. And we we have had to replace shower heads before, but honestly, they're like 30 bucks. So who cares? It's well worth the investment. Um, But then after we talk about the first shower, we talk about customizing your float and all the different tools that you have, music or no music, using the halo, um, lights, we don't dive into pool noodles and all of that. That's something that's kind of, um, you know, discussed as needed for people, but we have a lot of tools and we just move them so that they're actually visible in our center now where they used to be in a back room. Um, and so we've, we've recently had more people kind of running over and saying, Hey, is it okay if I go grab an inflatable pillow instead? And absolutely sure. Grab it. Interesting. Um, but then after we talk about all of the customizations, we go through a couple of tips, you know, different positions to try. We talk a little bit, you know, kind of, I call it troubleshooting, but, uh, really, I mean, like here's the bottle the fresh water bottle and the washcloth in case you, uh, get salt in your eyes. And I talk about that a lot, um, to make sure that you're not getting salty eyes. And I mean, some of the comments yeah. in there, I think are like salty, salty hands make salty eyes. And that is not a good time. <laughs> um, so I get a little cheesy with it. Um, and then after the, the tips, uh, and how to control everything, we talk about the second shower And the purpose of the second shower. Um, And then we talk about, you know, your post float, come out, sit, have a cup of, uh, you know, have a cup of tea, have some water, uh, reflect in our journal, just don't rush out to the day. And then we ended it with, you know, a little fun thing of kind of tying in the sales piece of if you would like to come back, you know, check out options to come back again, stop by the front desk. And we ended it with a fun little, don't forget to say bye to Red the Fish, but Red the Fish died. So we have to take him out of the video. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, or we replace
0: throw the fish, but yes, yes,
3: gonna, yeah, we did that a couple times, and now we're done with the fish. <laughs> so, <laughs> Fair. Fair. yeah.
1: Can I give one more story as to why it's important to talk about every single thing you offer? Please, you cannot make this stuff up. Okay, first week we're open in River North in twenty sixteen. We had a lovely lady come down from one of the offices to float with us the first time. Her name was Laura. And Laura decided that instead of putting the vinegar water that for the ears, that she would put it in her eyes. And she came out screaming naked into our lobby. So it they were not labeled at the time, and now they are four eyes only. Yeah, everybody, if, if people listening, if you could see people's faces, Dylan's mouth is open, like, oh my gosh. But yeah, she literally put vinegar drops in her eyes. I don't for, understand. For ears
0: only, but yeah.
1: for Yes, for ears only, yes. Wow. Oh, yeah. Death. Yeah.
3: We had someone who, even though ours wow. is labeled mm-hmm. and it says ear rinse post float, he got out of the tank, grabbed it brought it into the tank with him and shot himself in the eyes. But ours isn't just vinegar. (laughs) It's alcohol and vinegar.
1: Oh, nice. Mm
3: -hmm. Never said a word to us about it at (laughs) all. I think he probably saw it afterwards, but he did mention it to his daughter. They're both members and he had been coming to us for a long time. So it was a very strange thing for him to even do. But his daughter mentioned it and that was horrifying. But I think he was too embarrassed that he had done that. You know, fresh fresh mind, right yeah. beginners mind people.
1: Super important. I, I mean, I am not kidding when I say I am going to get off this pod and go mm-hmm. chat up my team. And let's, we're going to put this on the agenda. It's so important. And we're supposedly pros, right? We've <laughs> been doing this a long time. We need to sharpen the, the saw on all mm-hmm. of this stuff. Right. And I think that brings up a
2: great point, Gloria, is that all of us have kind of molded our introductions orientations lobby uh in the room as we've learned and Mm -hmm. you will learn and you should be flexible and make adjustments as needed and maybe you have to update it and you should if someone does something and you're like huh i didn't think anyone would ever do that maybe it's time to start pointing it out right Mm -hmm. um and um also the um the introductions in the room the last thing i always end with and i think this is a great thing to end psychologically speaking with people when you're done in the room with them is to say the door locks from the inside i always say that to people door locks Mm -hmm. from the inside we'll see you when you're all done And, you know, after you said any questions, but that's the last thing I tell everybody. And I'd say nine Mm -hmm. times out of 10, I hear people click that door shut. And psychologically, which we've we've been talking about, and I think in the last episode, we talked about um, wanting to do an episode about that, but that Mm -hmm. there's a comfort to that. There's a safety, there's a security, and that's going to allow people to let go a little bit more because they know they physically locked the door. So just something Mm -hmm. to consider. Nice.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I give a quick little, you can lock the door when you're ready. And I pull the door closed on my way out. And we have a just a little sign that says to push because everybody turns it and then you can't get back in. But that's a whole other issue. But push the lock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. I think every every little step to make sure somebody feels comfortable is great. And that, mm-hmm. that sense of control over privacy is way up mm-hmm. there. Good, good, good yeah. call.
3: I want to point out really Please, quick yes, as we wrap good. up. Yeah. Um, the notion, and I think I've talked about it on some podcasts before of performance support in the training world. It's all about performance support and it's recognizing the moment of need. When is someone going to need this information or when are they going to need access to this tool Hmm. and having a quick little cheat sheet for the person who did forget everything. All of a sudden they got anxious. Having a cheat sheet somewhere on the wall is really, really helpful. Um, I'll share a link to a template that I created, and anyone is welcome to use that. Um, I created it in Canva that you can go customize your colors. You can swap out icons and logos and whatever you want to do. But um, that's been really helpful for reassuring people and for that last second of like, oh, what do I do with my laundry? You know, and, and those little things that people just kind of panic about. But having light signage, not novels and not big, no, no, no kind of posters everywhere, can be really, really impactful. So, you know, like I mentioned, the little lock thing, just push button to lock. Um, Just a little thing that we noticed people were having trouble locking our doors. Sometimes they were turning it or sometimes they were trying to figure it out. And just a little thing to help ease that concern and make it an easy decision or an easy action for them. Um, We used to have a note, um, and it was a really funny one, about shower times. Um, about, uh, it was, you know, this shower is awesome, but if you do this, it was a really long, hilarious thing that ended with Richard Simmons crying, uh, you know, making the next person cry in their float session because. Uh, they got salt in their eyes and it was all because the previous person had taken too long in their shower. So it was a really funny thing. And we kept that up for a long time, but then we found that suddenly we didn't need that anymore. So we Mm. took it down.
0: Nice, Um, And
3: so constantly, you know, as as Gloria said, that beginner's mindset, like also going in and reevaluating what worked once and what you needed at one point may not always need um, going forward. Good stuff. Uh, We could, we could keep talking. I know. More.
0: I know. And you know what? We will. Next I week will. we will continue talking. Uh there's so much <laughs> there's so much. This is an exciting topic. We we really like talking about the intros. I think we're both or we're all, excuse me, passionate about the intro experience we all have uh just that owner's point of view, that connecting with there's a reason we started these businesses, you know, that we, the reason we started small businesses. Um we we care about these things. All right. And
2: Dylan, real quick, a, a great intro. Can someone who has a bad flow, if you have a good intro, connect with them and they feel like you did a good job? They're not going to go bash you. They might. Oh, yeah. I've, I've had totally. people say that. Ah, this was awesome. You were great. It just wasn't for me or who knows yeah. what went wrong, but they didn't like the flow, so, but so, everything so. else was good and you're yeah. not going to go say that was a horrible experience. Yep. They might That's still the even say that was for, wasn't for me, but you might like that. Right. You know, the guy was awesome. Gave me. They were very thorough. They were this, they were that and say positive things, right? And,
0: and I'll one up that is, and maybe this is just because I've run a center for about 10 years now, which is that they can also say, you know what, that wasn't good, but I think I want to try it again. And it's because they've been mm-hmm. armed with the information mm-hmm. and maybe they didn't get it, but they get that they might get it next time. Um, and that actually, I say 10 years, that that happens somewhat frequently.
3: I yeah. can't wait to talk about the outros.
0: All right. I guess, uh, let's see. Time-wise, I think we might have a Feinstein episode, but uh, we'll, we'll figure out the schedule. Our next non-Feinstein-oriented episode will be outros then. Let's do it. Um, unless Olga tells us we need to stick to a different schedule, in which case we're doing something completely different (laughs) and we're not pulling this part from the episode. Okay. Um, thank you guys for being here. (laughs) Thanks for talking about introductions to the float rooms. I love having a topic and seeing where we end up talking about because usually it's not something that we could actually, um, create a show around like a topic idea that we would come up with, but it's like all these like, Oh my God, the shower handles, right? It's just these things that we have to talk about. And this is the closest topic we have to delve into those things. It's so good. So thank you guys. I love you guys so much. It's such a blast. And let's see here. Other. Thanks. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to us as always. Hope it's beneficial. Hope, hope this gets the gears turning and, and uh, refining your float center and bringing people back in you know, in this semi-post-COVID world that we're beginning to enter here. Thanks so much to everybody supporting us on Patreon. I absolutely love what I do. I love the photo shoots, but I also really, really enjoy the editing process, um, sitting in front of Lightroom and Photoshop and doing those things. So thank you guys so much for allowing me to do that and the fact that it is helping your business and making those social media posts. Um, one thing I mentioned I think a couple months ago is really trying to refocus on negative space. Um, so having the model in the image, but making sure that there's space for text. I know that's definitely something um, if you're not you already – I
3: for
0: that. Oh, great. <laughs> great. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just want a big flashy image of somebody floating or video, and other times you, you want and, – and, yeah, Kim – with her social media. I see that a lot is using that negative space. Somebody uh, made a comment about that uh, suggestion a few months ago. And so I've been refocusing on that, which I realized I had kind of gotten distracted from. There's a lot that goes into taking pictures, man. I have so many things on my mind. It's, it's kind of weird that something that seems so important could, could slip. Yes, Gloria. I I have
1: to add this. I'm sorry, Kim real quick. So I have to give a shout out to Dylan. So, I, mm, 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 mm. yes, no, 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 don't, <laughs> don't tell me, podcast. Don't no, no, don't you, t- the,
0: the venue. don't you tell
1: me what to do, Gross. don't you tell me what to do.
0: <laughs> I never so have and I never will. <laughs> I am about to
1: do windows, like privacy stickers on our external windows in Chicago, um, for my original location. And they are really long and thin windows that are seen from the street. And so we're doing a float. We have one now, but we're changing the image and we're doing our, website and you know information but then we have a guy that we need uh, floating from the side. It's a very specific angle. So I literally texted Dylan and I'm like, "Dylan, can you give me a picture with this orientation?" And he comes back instantly <laughs> with five or six different options. They were all great. I mean, we're having trouble with, like picking the one we want because they're all so good. Cool. So I just really have to thank you for that and I mean, this is high res, you know, the quality is going straight to the printer. I've had to do nothing. You've even offered to change the color um, if we need to. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Shout out yeah. to Dylan.
0: <laughs> yeah, Dylan. <laughs> and, and and also the, uh, I forget what it is, but the pixels per inch, something like that. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-oh. Hi. Hi. Wow. Oh. You
0: want to sit with me on the
1: yeah, final we part need- of our
0: podcast here? <laughs>
3: Did I did yesterday. Oh, you don't want to do an advertisement? Even
0: if I pay you a dollar? Daddy, Wait. no, it's going to be bedtime. Okay, fine, <laughs> fine. Um, thank you, Gloria. Uh, my daughter is now on my lap here, my oldest here. This is Erica. And four and a
1: half.
0: She's four and a half oh, years oh, old. Four and a half. <laughs> yeah. And you tell them. Yeah, and also, I, I will also just note that you can also, if, if you needed, I forget what it is, like pixels per inch or DPI or something like that, everybody has these different settings they need for the resolutions. I can alter those two and export at different settings. If, if you need that extra bit of customization, Thank uh, the images that. that we send out on Patreon are high resolution images and should be just fine. Uh, but let me know if you need something different and yeah, I said, you know, do you need uh, man, woman, blah, blah, blah. And you said man, T H I C C. and so I was able, able to get that for you. um, Thanks to Helmbot. Thank you guys so much for supporting our show. Uh, We truly love Helmbot. I truly love Isopod as well. I-SOP.com if you want to check out Isopod float tanks. If you're doing your expansions, opening a new center, all that stuff. Or just starting out your first float center. Um, Isopods are a very friendly float tank. Um, Let's see here. What else? Um, I think... uh, Well, two other things. Um, One... Really important one. Thanks to Olga for producing our show. Thank you so much. Congratulations on your your little one. And um, thanks to Nate Priscelli and Deepest Darkest for our intro song. Thank you guys so much. I think that's it. I think that was a complete outro. Did we do it, Erica? Bah. Yeah. That's how I feel right now, too. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it. All right. Till next time. Uh, Ciao do, Oh do you want to do An outro thing What do you What should our Like Stinky Tuesday Or whatever What do you want The the word to be For our outro Um what day is it Uh Tuesday Tuesday
1: Moose
0: day Happy Tuesday Moose day ha- I mean no. Happy Stinky Tuesday Happy Stinky Tuesday That's what we're <laughs> doing this. Happy Stinky Tuesday
1: <laughs> Happy Salty Tuesday Ciao Ciao Oh you yeah.
0: No, I'm not interested. <laughs> Thanks okay, a lot. Bye.